Hey love, welcome to Divine Alignment, the podcast. This is a space where we bridge the gap between your soul and your human, and we speak pure magic. Ellie, I'm so excited to be here and to have this conversation with you. I know we have our free masterclass coming in two days and so much that's going into that. And we also have our mastermind that's filling up, which is super exciting. But, you know, I think when we talked about going live, it was like, we really just want to cultivate this energy and these conversations that keep on happening, that keep on coming up. Uh, to speak on this huge, huge, huge topic and, and movement. I keep, I keep on saying movement because for me, it feels more like a movement than just a conversation. So, so I'm super excited. So because we're going live on my profile, if you just want to say a little bit about, you know, what you are and, and who you are and what you do. Hi, Corinne. Um, so I'm that driving. everybody's Pay on attention. the same page. Hi, Corinne. <laughs> you know, I'm like a little mama, like, don't drive and watch Instagram. <laughs> So for the ones who don't know me, I'm Ellie, well, Elisa, I live in Spain, but I'm Italian, and I'm a psychic business mentor, human design and jinkies expert, and wealth healer and mentor. And I've been working with my gifts since we are, that's what we are talking about, you know. Since I was little, um, mainly through my hands, you know, it, they always came through my hands. Since I was like a child, I was uh, naturally drawn to touch people when they were suffering and massage them. And, you know, later on, I discovered that I have like a Christ consciousness coming through my hands. And so people. People like were always blown away because I was this little thing, like you know, touching people, and they were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but then they were feeling better, and so actually, I moved a lot of my gift at the beginning through that. So I become an Ayurveda massage therapist. I become a, um, I did pranotherapy. I did that. I don't know if you know. It's like all healing through the ends. And then I also did um, somatic uh, therapy, uh, but at the same time, uh, I've you know I've been working in corporate in the fashion industry for so many years, uh, and I've done a lot of, of also. I'm a therapist. I'm a coach. I'm a counselor. I'm a family constellation facilitator. <laughs> so I'm a manifesting generator, and I've done all the things. <laughs> And, uh, you know, something that I'm really here to dismantle, and I think that has been my, my yeah. life uh, and uh, what has been my struggle, is that, that we can have those gifts. We can be, you know, hyper-tapped in and connected with source of God, uh, be channels, but also love the, the world. You know, also love pleasure and the body and the fashion, and the food, and the luxury, and the makeup, you know, I've always lived uh, this dichotomy, like from one side, I was going to these uh, fashion shows, and you know, and on the other side, I'm like, you know, going to this pranotherapy training, and trainings, where the people were like, all this broken healer mentality, like, oh my god, fashion is bad, oh my god, makeup is bad, oh my god, you know, while for me, it has always been like um, merging 
in both of you. It's like for me, one of my words has always been where luxury, where spirituality meets luxury. And that's why my brand is called the House of Opulence. That is, you know, all about opulence and and uh, beauty and you know overflow. The House of Opulence and healing. So where really luxury can meet spirituality, and where you know as healers uh, and uh, spiritual people we can actually live in abundance and in overflow instead of being you know the outcast and I have to be poor because I help people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Corinne says the real side of spirituality frees us to love that dichotomy, expands our sense of possibility. And it, it's so interesting because I feel like that's where we, you know, our work, it's, it's, it's so connected, which is this idea of, you know, I yeah. stand for soul plus human equals magic. And, and I went all the way hippie, all the way into like, <laughs> I don't want anything. I want to live in a mountain and I just want to wear yoga clothes and I just want to be free. I, I, you know, and I don't want to own anything. The truth is, you know, even nowadays, I don't own that much. I, I, I'm very free in the sense of, 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 and I don't have attachment to so many things, but I love beautiful things and I love opulence and I love, you know, abundance and overflow. But I went through that side of, 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 of being hippie. And I think, and not that being hippie is a bad thing, but I'm saying like, I went all the way into like, you know, rejecting materialistic things and, and thinking that if I wanted money, if I wanted abundance, if I wanted, you know, overflow, then I was somehow moving away from my spirituality. And as you're speaking as a reflector, I think the biggest or the bigger picture here of that, as you're saying that either, either or, or this or that comes from, we, and we talked about this before, Ellie, we're so powerful when it comes to our ability to see, our ability to sense, our ability to connect to something beyond, to, to an energy beyond us, to, to the, the energy that creates worlds, basically. And because of that, you know, in the past or in our history has been that we have been casted out because of this. We have been burned because of this. We have, you know, been um, all kinds of things because of this kind of power. So, so the way that we kind of went in, you know, because of that is that we begin to shrink and 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 shrink so much to the point that even rejecting life itself, like so, 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 so small. So we are this insane creators that decided that if I don't make too much noise, if I don't have, to, and I get chills, if I don't, if I don't do too many things, in the world to show my ability and my true power, then there's not going to be so many eyes on me. And if there's not so many eyes on me, then all of a sudden, then yeah. I can, I can be, but in a small scale, I'm safe. I'm safe. If I shrink, I'm safe. If there's no eyes on me, I'm safe. If I don't really truly allow anybody to know everything that I can possibly be and do and have. So I feel like this idea of rejecting the material world and all of these things also comes from playing a small, comes from if I don't make too many ripples and people don't talk too much about my magic and my abilities, then I'm safe. And then we begin to 
because of that shrinking to operating such a low frequencies that we go over into this, you know, the, the wounded healer, the sacrifice, the feeling like we, we have all of a sudden the weight of the world on top of us and we need to fix everybody's problems. Uh, mm -hmm. And that if we have them, we're taking away yeah, from and others, I think, you know, these things. There is still so much to be done and to be explored because, I, you know, I believe in the online space, uh, we kind of live in a bubble and we believe that uh, everyone does what we do. Everyone is a healer. Everyone is a psychic. Uh, and um, that's not true. It's like uh, in outside, uh, you know, there is so much mm. to be done in the world. Uh, there is so much magic to be, you know, created and um manifested that uh, and uh, you know of course it's scary as you said because uh, I had my first share of you know people saying you are nuts what are you doing what is that you know you, you know <laughs> in Milan there is a there is a place called like a neighbor called Brera where like people go in the evening and they read cards, you know, to, to the tourists. And so people were start saying, so now you read cards and I'm in the street, you know, it's really, it's really not uh, familiar for people mm. who are not in our space uh, to understand that actually being a psychic a healer is not done, uh, you know, through reading tarot cards first. Uh, and secondly, Sorry, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> or, you know, using a pendulum. Eh? But, uh, you know, when we are truly in the work uh, and embodied, is a lot of responsibility, as you said. Eh? And um, it takes a lot of energy. And it's really a, an important mission that if, you know, if we believe in soul, soul assignment and soul contracts, eh, it's not something we choose. You know, it's something that we came here to be and become. And so, um, you know, I think uh, it's time. It's time for more people to actually, because we cannot do all, you know, by ourselves. It's time for more people to, to bring those gifts uh, to the light uh, and uh, to help as many people as possible. Because it's not, you know, the world outside is suffering. Like people are living, uh, you know, very difficult situation or they are even asleep to the truth of who they are. And so the more we are in this movement, as you said, uh, the more we raise our voices and the more, you know, imagine having, uh, you know, that's for the future in the government uh, healers, you know. In decision position in the government, in the you know uh, army or whatever, people who are actually healers and psychic because that's what was actually happening millions and millions and you know thousands and thousands of years ago, where the kings or the queens they had their astrologer, their you know their psychic, but then this has been shut down and shut down and shut down and shut down even more that now we are the outcasted and you know, what we do is not uh, legit. Yeah. And that piece about um, the legitimately, the legitimate, legitimacy, I, I, I'm butchering the word. 
<laughs> but you get what I mean. Oh, but it's, it's such a huge one because, you know, that also I see that ripples into the business, into our business of, can I actually charge this? Can I actually market this? People are not going to understand it. Like all of those things that come from um, not being able to put our transformation in tangible words, like all of those things uh, come from, from trying to compensate from this, you know, not being legit um, and, and all of those things. Corinne says being happy is high vibration. So whatever makes you happy is good. Love that. Yes, I'm a shame around luxury, but shame is the lowest vibration around. Indeed. British school is very, very loser. Um, let me see if anybody else. And thank you, everybody that's here. Um, so yes, so I feel like that's that kind of ripples into into you know what we're we're trying to do now or or, or some of the things that are holding us back when is when it's again trying to become legit trying to explain trying to be trying to you know all of these things but at the same time you know try, trying to like filter all that we are into this very 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 tight um box that we we think that we need to get into and the truth is when we turn on everything that we are and we just seriously allow ourselves to 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 claim that space in the arena as I talk about in, in a lot of my things you know just claiming yourself in that arena all of a sudden your energy will speak for you your being will speak for you your magic will speak for you and and it becomes so much less about what do I say and so much more about who am I being that is transmitting that information and the, legitimate, the legitimacy of this comes from the lives touched and the energy. Like it becomes, you know, in, inevitable or it becomes like undeniable of the kind of frequency that we carry and the kind of work that we do um, and, and all of these things. But, but it's like, I think. I think one of the biggest things that I that is coming through as as we were speaking is you know when we begin to work with people that are in in deep, for example, victim mentality or in a lot of projections, and then we don't really know how to handle those things. <clears throat> I feel like that's when we can get a little bit of stuck in in maybe my work is not working, um, or maybe you know it's my fault or it didn't work out or or now I have the responsibility. Like if I take more clients and then I have even more responsibility to change people's lives and, and changing somebody's life that is not willing or that is not in a position to, or that doesn't come from, from sovereignty. It's, it's nearly impossible. So we're trying to do this impossible jobs when, when that's yeah. not even our job. But that's and I like think, the, you know, is also, accepting kind of um um in a way humbling ourselves in the knowing uh, <clears throat> that when we are healing or you know channeling as you said uh, the other person the, and we talk about this a lot you know the energy of the other person needs to be open and ready to receive that uh, and uh, we are just the conduit mm. you know it's like um i i, I I am not like my human, my ego wants to believe like I am the one and I have all the responsibility, but actually I am the conduit. Uh, and the more my conduit that is my body, but also, you know, my physical body, my ethereal body, my, you know, um, auric body are clean and pristine, uh, 
the more this conduit is powerful and potent. Eh? And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, the less we do and the more we be in this energy, the more we transform uh, people. Does it make mm -hmm. sense? Yes. Yes. I think that is so true. And and one of the one of the things that I that I that I notice when working with people and refining the psychic abilities and the skills of, of mentorship and guidance is how much we're trying to do versus how little is actually required from us. Because we feel like the more I do, the the more, you know, equals mm. the, the result. But it's actually refinement into mentorship and psychic abilities and guidance. It's about doing less but more precise, you know, it's like more precisely because, um, you know, for example, as you're saying, going to the terror or, or going to, to cart readings or whatever, when so much is like vomited on top of us, we're like, oh my God, what do I, like, what is this even? And then all of a sudden we take that as, as given and not as like, let me really actually see what resonates. Let me allow this in and see what I want to move. So I've noticed that the less, the less um, is given, the, the more potency it has mm -hmm. a lot of the times. And I feel like that's the piece that we feel like we need to do even more and give even more. But when the more we do, the, the less we allow that other person to actually, you know, step in and move into their own energetic abilities and into their own leadership. So as a, like, for me, the people that I, that guy, that I allow, that I love, you know, for gu guidance from are those people that are actually giving me the space for me to step forward, giving me that, that, that window of opportunity mm -hmm. to claim myself again, yeah. rather than, but than I, you know, as you said, I think uh, there is all this uh, wound around the, uh, I need to overgive, you know, I need to overcompensate, uh, I need to prove um, yes. that I'm worthy. And uh, sometimes, uh, or a lot of time, it becomes, uh, you know, counterproductive. Like, you know, um, I've seen uh, I've seen people, uh, but my, myself first, you know, burning myself out, uh, you know, doing uh, overgiving, you know, when I was a therapist and a body therapist, because I'm like, oh my God, I need to give more, I need to give more. I, you know, it can, there are different elements that, that come in play when we are, when we accept as, uh, our role as a healer, you know, and channels, like, first of all, it's not about me, and uh, I'm a, and my body, and my energy, and my consciousness, mm -hmm. and my super consciousness uh, needs to be super clean and pristine for, before helping someone else, because a lot of time there then there are you know energetic attachment projection and we want to avoid that you know at all cost and then that's a refinement you know and then there is all the other piece where we go that then we become savior or we want to save people and we overgive we over deliver and then and of course we feel uh, wounded and frustrated and uh, we don't like the business or we don't like anything eh? because uh, our energy uh, overextend himself eh? 
and there is no spaciousness to actually for us to nourish ourselves. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And and it's is that um, I think for me had been this this idea of because I feel so deeply when I work here with somebody. I think one of my biggest discernments of working with somebody has been that because I feel you so deeply doesn't mean that I get to buy into your emotions or feel your emotions or mine, you know, and we talked about this in our, in our, you know, really, really, um, what's the word, like a conversation that we had not too long ago, which was about, you know, I, I feel people's fear so deeply. I feel people, people's guilt so deeply. I feel shame that when they're coming work with me and I don't know exactly how to mm -hmm. discern those emotions, then all of a sudden I become kind of part of them rather than being that one that is delivering the message. So I'm buying into their emotions because I'm feeling them. But we've got to remember that sovereignty of I am the conduit which, which through that energy is, move, is being moved through and separating ourselves and our worth and our identity uh, from, from the client and from the result and from the transformation. Like, I feel like that's, that's such a big, big, big one in, in being able to be that sovereign leader of, you know, I am so empath empathetic and I can feel you so deeply and I can know you so deeply. And at the same time, I am the conduit, you know, I am not going to buy into your, into, into what is moving through you. It's, it's just my ability to see through you that allows me to continue to stay very neutral. So that's, that's one of the biggest things about refining, you know, our skills, because some of the psychic abilities can be dormant mm. in the sense of like, they're still working through us, but we're not knowing exactly how they're working through us and how they are maybe navigating our field when we're working with somebody or when we are in a relationship, like whatever that is. So it's, it's bringing light into our technology and how we are and how we would speak and how we do things that will really allow us for, for us to, to be empowered in those psychic abilities, to be empowered in that divine unique gifts, because usually those gifts are the ones that in terms of the shadow, those gifts are usually the ones that we feel like I should dim them. I should not bring them forward. I should. And, and there's, there's like a lot, uh, a lot in that. And, and that's the, the, the beautiful piece about the becoming it's bringing them to the light and, and bringing conscious awareness and light into, into yeah, things that, that we was, are. Uh, you know, I think that was also a very big mm -hmm. piece uh, for me to step forward uh, and uh, trusting uh, my gifts uh, and myself uh, and, you know, offering those uh, was understanding, like, better how does my gifts work through me, with me. Because if not, it feels like yes. yeah, I don't know what yes. the heck am I doing yeah? exactly and how do I speak about it you know but mm -hmm. when we when we have someone guiding us uh, like you and you know um I had uh, my fair you know my mentor for many many years helping me you know amplifying those uh, is becomes like uh, you become sovereign and conscious about uh, what is actually that I'm doing uh, how does it work uh, like what what you know psychic ability do I have what you know where do I channel more where like, like for me for example I um, I have like uh, 
all the clairs active, um, but some are more active than others. So I know how to receive information. And, you know, at the beginning, I was receiving this information and I was like, what is that? No. You know, I couldn't trust myself. I was like, this is crazy. I don't know. I'm going to say that to the client or it's crazy. And now it's like mm -hmm. I trust absolutely myself and what comes through. And for me, it's majority through visual uh, and um, the body, you know. And so I see a lot and I feel and sometimes you see those things like, you know, past lives and you're like, is this real? Is this possible? But when you learn to trust your gifts and to trust yourself and open up your heart and again, removing your ego, the magic can, you know, happen. There is something super interesting that's coming as you're speaking. And it's because of this that you just described. What happens? happens is we, we have this channel and all of these things are coming through and you're like, am I actually going to say this? What if, what if it's not true? What if this, what if this, what we do is that we then only speak to those who we feel safe enough to speak to only those who really feel like I don't have to explain myself too much. And, and then what happens is we, we maintain this divine 100D dimension up there. And we're not able to truly birth that through the 3D world and to speak from conviction and to speak from confidence and to speak from the space of, of deep wisdom and knowing, of deep truth from within. So we're shaky because we have all these channels open but we only allow ourselves to share with those who will understand it right away, who are already connected right away, um, who, who we feel safe with. But then we really don't become this pillar of light because becoming the pillar of light is, is, is allowing this to be open and then birthing that through the way in which we speak, the, 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 the confidence through which we speak, the certainty through which we speak. And it's not to say that now I'm going to be you know, super like it's my way or the highway, but is that we've we've got to have that level of trust from within, that level of 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 certainty from within to be able to speak and to deliver these messages <laughs> in a way that feels safe. Because otherwise they feel like from the freaking clouds of the clouds. <laughs> you know, they feel like I I don't this is sounds amazing. But then how do I birth it in here? And I feel like that's the process of the business. That's the process of, of healers as CEOs and multidimensional, you know, leaders as CEO and psychics as CEO, which is a lot of the times you have this escape zone of I'm just going to be in the clouds and I'm just going to be over here because, because that feels safer. But it's like, can you birth that through this, 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 this plane, this beautiful, you know, creation and this beautiful canal of of seeing that ripple of, of magic into you know the transformations and the things that you get to create and the things that you get to bring into the world so I feel like that's a little bit of that space where we can you know bypass yeah, a little bit this, and you know I think uh, again for 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 us uh, for me the business uh, is a conduit uh, and to change the world you know to impact bigger and you know the bigger the bigger the business uh, the more clients we can serve uh, 
the bigger the you know the impact and the mission. And so when we when we play small and we hide, or we have this uh, you know spiritual um, how can I say that like division between like I'm spiritual, I'm a channel, I'm here. I'm so sensitive. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. I don't want to be a CEO. I don't want to be, a, you know, in business. But then, you know, we don't realize that uh, this is not only preventing us to create overflow and, you know, wealth uh, in in all the senses, uh, but it's also diminishing uh, the possibility of impact uh, and change, uh, changing the world that we have, you know, because. Um, mm the the more this work uh, is uh, happening in all in all level of society the more we birth uh, birth uh, heaven on earth uh, that is you know the new earth that is actually happening you know now yes happening now for sure in so many ways um but i think it's also exciting you know for 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 this movement of this this space that's being created um for us to step forward and to, to give birth to businesses that truly are for us. And not that, you know, now I'm going to create this business this way and, and that this is the way for you. But it's like the freedom of creating businesses that are in sustainable alignment to who we truly are. Like we get to build this, this incredible businesses that have never been birthed before, that have never been done before in ways that have never been done before. I feel like it's really exciting the space in which we are right now, where we get to, to truly, you know, come forward and co-create this incredible, you know, new way, because as we spoke in another live that we did together, like, we're moving into this space where telepathy and in and, and, and connection beyond the human is so capable nowadays. So as we move into that, we get to like, this is a very, very important point, where we, we truly have that opportunity to, to choose you know, more than ever before to choose to truly allow ourselves to, to, to pave that path and to go all in and to, to be the pioneers in a sense of this, of this beautiful way that gets to do. And, and I, I wrote yesterday about like, seriously, like I am so done over this, you know, wounded healer paradigm, because it's like, you know, that, that was the past that really was the past because now we get to choose so differently. Now there's so many opportunities for you. And there's so many of us too, as well. Like, I feel like before, you know, you feel like it was like one light, one light, one light. And now I feel like there is like fireworks, you know, so many of us are, are stepping into this and doing this kind of work and, and, and seeing the ripple effect of, of, of the awakenings. And I feel like the, the collective really wants this. Like there is, there's this deep, um, um, craving for this new technology that is available for us nowadays and, and how beautiful that we get to be those who get to anchor that new geometry, who get to anchor that new technology for people. And it's like exciting. I mean, for, for me- And I mean, now like, we are, of yeah. course, you know, the, you know, the movement with the like AI and all that is happening, you know? And I think that, Actually, our human, as you're saying, our human technology, and especially when we are connected with God or source, is way more powerful than any robot or any, you know, um, mm. technology. We are the technology. Like, we we use uh, 
like literally 10% of our potential. We literally use 10% of our brain potential. Like when I, when I was 15, I took this uh, first uh, program course uh, where we astro travel and they taught us how to heal people, you know, on the other side of the world that we never met, uh, see the future, see the weather. I remember I was using it in at school and I was meeting my teachers and telling them, okay, tomorrow you're going to ask me this question and this other question. And, you know, it always happened. And since that day, I, I use this technology and it's literally, use, you know, amplifying the power of our brain and our te te telepathy and our, you know, technology that is way more powerful than what they've been told us. Eh? Because, of course, they want to keep us controlled, you know. But imagine if all of us together, we change this uh, and we really develop this new new geometry, new technologies uh, to bring uh, new consciousness and new light. Yeah. And to move wealth and to move flow and to move abundance and to move, you know, bigger currents. Of, of what we get to experience in this world. So um, another thing that I wanted to mention, and we talked about this in, in one of our calls, which was, you know, sometimes I feel like what holds us back could be or, or is this idea that like, like if I'm going to business, then I need to be great at everything. You know, I need to be great at marketing. I need to be great at sales copy. I need to be great at selling. selling. I need to be great at you know, launching and I need to be great at a team management. And, and I'm just over here saying like, I just want to use my gifts. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to use my gifts and, and bring love into people's lives and things like that. And, and I feel like we've got to remember that, you know, as you're saying that the businesses are so much bigger than what we look at when we look at the coaching industry, you know, businesses really get to look like businesses, like, a um, it's, a a coexisting mini community, you know, and, and we get to, to, to go for something and allow people to go with us, allow people to support our vision and our mission and, and to bring together the best of who they are to, to have a thriving business. So yes, at the beginning, you know, we, we are just ourselves. And I think it's really important for us to educate ourselves in things that we don't know, because <laughs> the thing is, oh, but I don't know how to do this, but what kind of excuse is that? Okay. Well, you don't know yet. <laughs> You don't know yet, but 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 everybody starts somewhere. So at the beginning, like I just knew that what I really had when I started this business, I knew that what I really had was my gifts and what I was really good at was the product. So what I needed to develop when I started my business was the other things about sales, about marketing, about, you know, building the business mm -hmm. and what that actually looked like. Because for a really long time, the business didn't really <laughs> felt like a business. Like, I feel like it was like, it's somewhere in the clouds. It's somewhere, somewhere there. I don't know. Like I have a business, I have an online business, but it took me such a long time to, to feel like this is an actual thing. You know, this is an actual business, but at the beginning I had to like really get myself into all of these skills that I didn't necessarily have. And to get me to a place in which I started to, of course, hire people and, and to bring people together and then learning how to manage those people. So, so I feel like a lot of the times we're, we're held back because of things that we don't know yet. And it's like, right, but that's not an excuse because there's so much available that we can begin to learn and to, to be supported through. So 
the, the first thing, and I talked about this the other day as well, was like, I felt like I needed to be perfect in all of these things in order to begin or in order for the business to thrive. And the truth is, is that as we move through things, we get to refine. And as yeah, we true. move through things, we get to learn those things that don't necessarily come easily to us exactly so naturally to us but it doesn't mean that we don't get to have it it just means that there is a different path as you say and I feel like and I was talking to one of my clients that I feel like people that have been from corporate jobs like there's many people that come to work with me that are moving away from the corporate and want to leave their corporate job to really create this beautiful magnificent masterpiece that's wanting to 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 come as a creation through them and they feel like they, they want to leave that job and that uh, I want to leave it behind. And I kind of like want to, you know, put it in my past. And I always say like, yes. you actually have such a beautiful skill because I think corporate teaches you so much about business, so much about relationships, so much about professional relationships, about money, about a structure, about so much that somebody like me that has never gone to yeah, corporate. Yeah, I totally agree to with you. By myself. <laughs> so like there's so much um, abundance of wisdom and, and, and gifts and gems that we can then implement into this business that I feel like everybody that comes from corporate to, to do this kind of jobs, they are in an advantage in my point of view, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, truly they, they have some kind of a structure. It doesn't matter what kind of corporate job they had, but the structure, no, the masculine no, structure I don't, there. I definitely felt is, that, like, you know, with them. coming from many, many years in corporate, uh, marketing, PR, human resources, like, I came into, well, I also had two businesses before, but I came into mm. the online space, uh, and, uh, you know, I already knew so much more than the majority of people, because, uh, um, you know, the corporate world uh, shape you <laughs> in a way that is tough, you know, and uh, there are, there are, but I'm so grateful because uh, I've learned so many, so many, 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 many skills. Uh, and as you said, it's like a, a, this masculine structure that sometimes uh, I've seen people, whatever, you know, they come from the corporate or not, but what I've seen in people is like we either go overcompensate and we completely refuse the masculine and we go completely in the feminine. That is like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to flow and be in the bath. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, that's we also need to, to take action in the world. Eh? Or people who go absolutely on the opposite and go extra in the masculine, eh? And they, you know, asshole grind, uh, burn themselves uh, up, uh, even if they are healer like us of very sensitive being, uh, because that's what their coach told them to do. You know, it's like, if you want to have a successful business, you need to be consistent. You need to post every day and go live every day for 365 days. Uh, and like people like us, uh, who, you know, use our gifts uh, and it takes so much energy from us to you know work with someone you know after I do a coding session I need rest myself you know I need 20 minutes yeah. to rest because it's a lot of co-creation yeah. energy that moves through every time I have a session with my healer I'm like done for the day after I'm like 
I need integration. So when we know ourselves and when we know that uh, our business as yeah. a healer channel mystics is not designed to be like everyone else uh, or you know as the coach who teach uh, not to be like negative eh? but the coach who teach like funnel strategies you know it's like kind of or instagram eh? it's kind of always teaching the same but for us it's literally using our body our consciousness our energy <laughs> And it's it's a lot, and so we need to build uh, businesses that are supportive uh, of our energy, where the masculine uh, side of the business, the structure, you know, support us to then uh, be in our flow, be in our feminine, and allow those spaces of integration. The paradox, the paradox of all of this is like as such a sensitive working with this kind of energy beings we actually need a more structure you know like that's the paradox the paradox is like we actually need a lot more structure in able to be able to to, to flow and to be mm-hmm. and to and to have the space and the capacity to hold more and I feel like a lot of the times we feel the opposite I feel like I need to be more flowy but yes you need to be more flowy but how can you be supported in that flow when there is no money coming when there is no systems going when you don't know what to post when you don't know what to say like mm-hmm. that it's a lot of energy that goes into what do I do today rather than than being able to lean back into that strategy into that system into that, that model that supports who you are and and I would want to say with these things one big 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 piece is time and patience and because when we're implementing these strategies when we're implementing we're getting to know ourselves and some things are going to work and some things are not going to work and one of the things that I do with my team nowadays that has given me so yeah. much freedom is that before we felt like if we found something it needed to be it forever and if you remember this conversation with you at the beginning, it's like, I, I found the it and the it doesn't work anymore. So then everything needs to be burned to the ground. Instead of nowadays, we have such a beautiful way of, of saying we're, we're trying things and we're trying things and whatever we try, whatever works, we, we keep it. And whatever doesn't, just simply doesn't. And we allow the business to go into the seasons of trying different things. And when we're implementing a new strategy, for example, Instead of saying like, okay, this new strategy we're implementing and we're going to launch. And if that launch doesn't work, then it doesn't work. It's more about like letting it, giving it time. Like, okay, this, mm-hmm. this launch, it, this worked and this didn't. Let's do it again and let's see what worked and what doesn't. And really allowing that compound effect of, of refinement to, to show us the magic. And I feel like a lot and of the times we can put a lot of pressure on like, If that didn't work out the first time, then it's over. It's done. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, um, not only that, but the other piece of this is, again, as you're saying, the traditional business model that have been done about, you know, the master classes and the teaching these things and the group programs and the masterminds and the private clients, like there's so many ways that we can go about business and so many uh, containers that we can open and offers that we can offer and, and brand like brand styles that we can go about. But I remember when we when we really hone in the one that worked for me, that for me, it was like, oh, you mean that I don't have to do what I thought I needed to do? You mean that I don't have to do all of these things and I don't have to be that much available? Like, it was like, 
thank God. But for me at the beginning, I felt like I needed to have this, all of this thing that mm-hmm. everybody was offering in order for me to be profitable, in order for me to, for my business to work, in order for, for this to actually be a business instead of, because <laughs> by myself, because, you know, hard worker, love to put all in, uh, in everything. It was hard for me to see it by myself. Like I really needed a mentor that was able to say, to say to me, why do you feel like you need to give so much? Why do you feel like you need to have that business model work for you? Why do you feel like this is the only way? And showing me, because I remember the first time that you told me, Daniela, you don't need to do support in your group programs. I was like, I don't. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was two pieces there. It was like afraid for my people and then also afraid that I was not giving enough in order to get the return that I wanted or in order to get the thing that I wanted out of the business. So there is so much to be said mm-hmm. here about the liberation of unique creations, the liberation of the freedom of, of finding the ways in which our skills work and how can we deliver those yeah. in precise ways rather than blah, all the things, you know. Because that's the way the business works, or, or that's especially you know, what I'm you know to be doing with or supposed the, to be doing. all the noise that there is, you know, all the confusion, uh, and um, someone saying you need to do this, and another one saying you need to do the other, and another, you know, and um, especially yeah. you know, if you are someone. Uh, you know, more open like you, like a reflector or a projector. Um, it's so easy to be kind of confused uh, by all this noise and all this energy going around and all, you know, those generator MG that uh, like are, you know, constantly on and launching. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, you find yourself building uh, something that is not in alignment with who you are, who you are, and what you desire. Yeah, that's not sustainable because of that comparison. You know, the comparison of the, you know, they're being successful at that, so then that's the way that I have to do it, rather than blinders on. As I always say to my clients, blinders on. Let's figure it out your way, and let's go all in with that. Um, and and yes, so I think that for me has been important to not have too many, you know, noise around and to always remind myself of, of if I'm caught up in that comparison of they're doing more, I should be doing more, all of those things to come back. Um, so if I ever get caught up in that comparison, they're doing more, I should be doing more, this is the way it's working for them and it's not working for me to come back come back again and again and again to, to my lane, yeah. to my way. Um, and, and I think, and as you said, like, you know, having, way having mentorship uh, and, uh, you know, having a group uh, of people around you who are in the same path uh, and, you know, having a mentor that has been there, you know, like, like us uh, and uh, have tried it all and seen it all. <laughs> and um, we, we don't, uh, give uh, cookie cutter or boxing uh, approaches to anyone so you know I think both both of us in this our it's really our ability to to see people very deeply and to recognize uh, you know their gifts 
uh, and for who they are and you know helping them stepping fully into it uh, and owning it uh, and going for it you know with uh, with some confidence uh, and um, some decision yeah and for, like as we as we close this and that's i think the power of being a mastermind like the the mastermind that we have that's coming magic school is that all of a sudden when we are in a container where where we're moving in the right in the same direction we're doing the same kind of work in in unique ways of course all of a sudden like it, it's so much power from from not doing this alone from being supported and being seen and, 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 and being reminded of the truth in a in a container that's very powerful, that's moving in that direction of liberation, of wealth, of abundance, of overflow, uh, of confidence, like all of those things. So I'm really, that's why I'm super excited to, to bring this, this, this group of this mastermind together and to do this work together because I feel like there is so much power when, when we we're allow ourselves to be in those spaces where, where we're moving in that direction of, of full confidence, of, of creating a business, of, of scaling the business, of being all that we are and being yes. supported and seen. So I think excited. it's so powerful. So, so, so powerful. I, I have to jump. Yeah, like, I want to say a little bit about magic school. Before uh, but yeah, so I'm already late, but uh, okay. my clients know I'm always late. So no worries. It's Sam, Sam, if you are here, if you can either start the call or tell them that we are a bit late, it would be lo lovely. So Magic School, you know, came uh, from, again, a channeled uh, co-creation between uh, Daniela and I, um, because uh, we were, you know, in a coding session and, you know, we were communicating telepathically. And we started having this conversation and we had this, you know, impromptu live on Instagram. And then was all the, you know, the co-creation that is beautiful, I feel. You know, that's also the, the energy we bring into this, uh, is this beautiful energy of like co-creation, uh, leadership, uh, you know, powerful women coming together and supporting each other, so no hierarchy. And I think already this is transformational, you know, for whoever stepped into this container. And um, and so we started talking, yeah. and like, I was like, I, I'm thinking about doing this thing, and she was like, I'm launching this. And so we're like, why don't we come together? Because we are both so passionate about helping uh, healers yes. and you guys uh, to really build the, you know, this this mini mind being a bridge uh, between uh, all of who you are and your gifts uh, and your magic uh, to self-actualize and actualize that uh, in a business uh, that creates uh, impact, uh, wealth, uh, overflow, hello beauty overflow and uh, in a way that uh, you know exactly you know through our mentorship you know exactly what are your gifts uh, and uh, what are you here to do and that through you know Daniela help uh, and then me coming in because I'm a, you know very good at strategy business wealth uh, everything packaging and me and her coming in and say okay those are your unique gifts uh, how do we then package it in a way that is beautiful and nourishing, but also 
serves the collective and people can understand because sometimes I feel, especially especially in the content element and in the marketing, we use all we tend we tend to use all this terminology that is like ear fluff, you know, <laughs> because uh, you know we wanna we wanna kind of look as experts instead of uh, again humbling ourselves uh, in uh, wow what if I. I simplify, purify my language, my message, and uh, in that way, I catch more people. I more people understand uh, what I'm here to do and what I'm about, uh, and uh, I don't have to do all this, you know, um, work in explaining who I am and what I'm about, you know. And so, really taking all these gifts, uh, all this magic that that you are and package it uh, and, you know, create uh, content around it and marketing uh, that speaks uh, to your soulmate clients, uh, to the people who are here to help, uh, and then working on, you know, how can I allow myself to add, uh, to hold more money? How can I allow myself to hold more wealth? How can I allow myself to feel good? good uh, charging what I desire to charge yeah I think there is there is that art of of being able to simplify our wording and our communication without diluting the power of the magic and I think that has been for me a huge change in my business is not diminishing or diluting you know from going to this very elaborate post to something that's more marketing based, but to be able to simplify it in a way that's still so powerful, that's still so unique, that still lands in a beautiful way. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, the, the piece about all of this and, and the way that we work, it's like, it is that the soul work plus the human work equals the magic, which I stand for hundred percent. And we can even translate that formula into masculine plus feminine equals magic as well. So it's, it's working on both, on both of those and being guided. I think I'm really good at bringing people back to when they are like, ah, you know, derailing or, or forgetting who they truly are to come back to that sovereignty and to that presence and to that truth. And you're also really good at, at, at getting people into like, this is a strategy, like come back. This is your ability to hold more wealth. This is your ability to more, you're safe to yes. receive more and all of those things. And I think that's going to be really beautiful to bring together. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this conversation and want to explore deeper work together, make sure that you reach out directly to me instead of Instagram and also join our free community on Telegram. I will leave all the links for you on the bio. Until next time. Magic awaits.